Welcome to the Maximize Your Medicare Weekly. In today's video, the 2021 Medicare premiums, deductibles, co-pays have been updated. We know what they are. In addition to that, we're coming at, to the end of the enrollment periods for both Medicare, the annual election period, and the individual health insurance open enrollment period runs between now and December 15th. I'll go through some examples. It's not very fun when you're dealing with individual health insurance. I'll show you why. All that coming up next. You may have heard that the Supreme Court is reviewing the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare. Okay, and right from the jump, it seems like it's already over. That the case that the government is trying to strike down the, the Affordable Care Act seems to already be shaky on weak footing. You can see it right here. This is an NPR review of what kind of happened during the first day. Here it is right down here, and you scroll down here, and what you can say here, defending the law, we don't like the law, we don't like the law. Remember, the Supreme Court has said this is a legislative matter, not a constitutional matter. Now, however, there's no individual mandate. The people who are trying to strike it down say that, okay, since it's no longer a tax, we should be able to strike the whole thing down. And you can see right here, New Justice Amy Coney Barrett wondered why shouldn't strike it down. But all of a sudden here, Chief Justice Robert, I think it's hard for you to argue that Congress entire the entire entire act to fall if the mandate were struck down when the same Congress that lowered the penalty to desired did not even try to repeal the rest of the act. Uh that <laughs> That pretty much reads to me like game over, over, okay? The point here of this update is the following. Uh, let me first say that, you know, and, and I had been asked this offline. I've been asked this many times offline. Okay, what happens if they strike this down? Do, am I gonna lose my health insurance? And, you know, I'm gonna lose my coverage under the Affordable Care Act. Let me say that I don't think that that was ever going to be true. Okay. And by ever, what I mean is that let's say you're enrolled for a 2021 plan today. Okay, let's just say that that's the case. And then sometime when the Supreme Court ultimately decides, let's say that even in the instance that they strike it down, the amount of mechanics that actually have to be unwound in 2021 you can forget it, right? Who's got to be involved? The insurance carriers, they've got to reset the prices. They're going to have to introduce new processes to underwrite you, right? And then they're going to be able to reject you and then not reject you because pre-existing conditions is struck down and all that stuff. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to have a whole bunch of other prices, You've got to renegotiate the entire thing with all the hospitals and all the doctors, 
Oh yeah, and by the way, when you then get the new prices, you then have to get approval from the states who could agree or not agree. And you've got to prove to them, okay, here are my prices and here are the reasons why, with math. Okay, the idea that you're going to have this, let's just say, for example, you get the verdict January, February. Oh, so we're going to like immediately be able to hightail, entirely stop the entire mechanism and recreate a new one back to the old pre-ACA days and enact it for it to be in effect for the rest of 2021. <laughs> no way. Sorry. Last point. You can know that, you know, the events of early November, okay, and the days leading up to early November were full of these headlines that to say, okay, well, having a new justice will turn change the balance of the Supreme Court and, the, and that will lead the end of the ACA. Does any of what I just said over the last three minutes sound like the Supreme Court was going to be able to do that, even if they had decided, which it doesn't look like they're going to, even if they had decided to strike down the ACA, does it sound like that in practical reality that could have occurred? In addition to that, every state could have then put in their own mandate, by the way, they could have put in their own mandate to, to basically reenact or basically put in, implement an Affordable Care Act replacement. They could have. So my point here is that that whole line, the whole line of campaigning, and I'm not going to settle here, you know, what is true or untrue. Oh, except for, except for, you know, it wasn't going to magically disappear. Uh, that, that was never true. The, uh, the fact of the matter is that persons who said that having the new justice would have meant the end of the ACA. That also to me was chicken little. Okay, that was chicken little on the scene, right? The reality is, is that the government, the number of times that we have rolled back a social program, which has given something to citizens, and that is Medicaid expansion is a tax credit, right? Which is a tax credit. And it and the pre-existing condition clause exclusion allowed persons to get in health insurance when they would have been refused. We have never rolled back a program, a social program in our country. Never. Not a single time in the United States history. Okay? So the idea that we're just going to be able to flip the switch and put the toothpaste back into the tube without a replacement, a cohesive replacement, the chance of that hap actually happening, practically speaking, zero. Which also means the political message 
that try to warn you of that kind of possible scenario, also zero. I promise to be even-handed. Uh, <laughs> you know, last week I sent out a newsletter and I basically blasted both parties. Pretty, pretty much blasted both parties. I said, you know, dear Republican Party, dear Democratic Party, and basically, you know, basically blasted both, right, for how weak or, you know, glaring weaknesses in both approaches. And hilariously, a, a subscriber sends me back saying, a letter saying, oh, just what I needed to be scolded of over my political beliefs. So that person selectively read one of the two sides of the coin that I presented. For you, I can't help you. On we go. So in the recent days, the CMS has updated us on the 6th this past week. They have told us what the Medicare premiums deductibles will be for Part A, Part B going into 2021. You can see it here. Um, you know, you can see it here that with the blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, number one is this is, I guess you can see that, uh, butt kissing knows no, uh, season, right? Thanks to president Trump's leadership. Wrong, wrong. This is the hold harmless provision this is the hold harmless provision, uh, which is born into you know, inbred inside of legislature that was passed. It is not the, you know, to the credit of any particular president. I don't even know whether or not, you know, four years ago or whatever it was, whether or not it was thanks to President Obama's leadership, President Medicare Part B remains steady. Come on. Anyway, let's continue. The standard monthly premium is going up to 148.50. 148.50. Remember that Irma still applies. There are different tiers where you can be charged higher than 148.50. You can see number of videos on different financial planning errors that people make uh, when you don't consider what you're doing, uh, for example, RMDs or distributions from qualified funds will affect or possibly affect this, which creates you know all sorts of other problems. You can see it's up by $3.90 per month. For those of you counting at home, that's what? That's 48 minus $1.20, so $46.80 for the year. And you can see also that the Part B deductible is going to be increasing from 198 to 203, an increase of $5 in 2021. Okay. Part A, the change here is that the increase of the Medicare Part A inpatient deductible, okay, is increasing to $1,484. Now you can remember to those of you who read my favorite book on Medicare, the fact of the matter is that, oops, upside down. Anyway, uh, the fact of the matter is, is that the Part A deductible is not an annual deductible. 
it is not an annual deductible. It is by benefit period. Benefit period should be understood as medical event. That means right knee replacement in January, left knee replacement in July are two separate medical events, meaning two separate Part A deductibles. The number of Part A deductibles is theoretically unlimited. Unlimited. Okay. Let's not start here. Get me off the get me on this uh, problem here with calling this the open enrollment. It's not open. It's the Medicare annual election period. It runs through December 7th. 3,000 households uh, sit on our books. You know, we are grinding through, we are almost completed. And for those new persons, you can see the, you know, email at the bottom of the video for persons who require the different types of stuff, uh, advice and guidance. This here is the last thing that I'm going to say. Makes it easier for beneficiaries to compare me original Medicare and Medicare Advantage plans. True if you know what you're doing. True if you know what you're doing. Um, this part, I you know, completely disagree right here, which is that Medicare.gov doesn't do you justice when it comes to comparing Medigap policies. It is almost completely useless. Uh, I have no idea why people you know, go to Medicare.gov in order to look up prices and carriers on Medigap. Very importantly, you know, I had a presentation last week and what I told persons is the following, and I'll say it again, the market's really competitive, right? So let's just say there are three carriers sitting here and they are, you know, within $10 each. So do I go and simply blindly choose the, the cheapest one? The answer is going to be no, not blindly. I may ultimately choose the cheapest, but price alone may not be your reason. There's a long list of reasons, depending on your person's situation, whether or not you're in your open enrollment period or whether or not you require underwriting, right? In addition to that, the different carriers have started to add extra things. Silver sneakers, depending on carriers may be added to certain carriers here. And so now let's just say this thing is $3 more expensive than this one. Well, now you want silver sneakers and now this one has it and this one doesn't. Ding. Maybe this one has looser underwriting than this one and you need to pass underwriting, but you still want to get Medigap. Ding. You see what I'm saying? So in other words, there are a lot of different reasons that these three are not exactly the same and why this one here, which may look like it's the cheapest one, may not be the one for you. Here we go. Let's continue on. 34% decrease in of monthly premiums for Medicare Advantage. No surprise here. None of this is really a big surprise to me. The reality is, is that, as I've said, Medicare Advantage, hyper-competitive, hyper-competitive, good for the buyer in general, right? There are reasons that I would would think that this boat will continue or this train will keep on going down the track. 
CEOs of Medicare Advantage carriers tell you pretty much universally that we're going to 50% market share from, you know, a, basically a third today, a little bit more than a third, I'm sure will be the case that you're probably going up to 50% as basically the hyper-competitive nature of the market takes over and that basically what this means is that it becomes more and more attractive to the Medicare population. Very difficult to compare plans. The idea that you're just going to be able to go on Medicare.gov and do so. Go ahead. That's your prerogative, as um, you can see. And et cetera, et cetera, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> Not too much interesting here. Um, I'm going to stop here. Basically, not too many changes to Medicare. I don't expect this really, this change, and not due to any particular president, right? Not due to any particular president. In other words, a year from today, we're going to have someone else's name here. Uh, you know, that's a fact. That's a, And you know this is a fact, right? When the world leaders who have no stake start calling the other person to congratulate them, it's over, right? The, that, the fact of the matter is that you change this name and due to the hold harmless law, the caps on increases in premium, deductibles, co-pays, that's going to be limited due to the hold harmless law. That's your update for 2021 on Medicare. That's all I've got for today. Be sure maximizeyourmedicare.com. You can go there and reach out to me if you need, you know, procrastination station help. Time is running out quickly. You know, the in 2020, it's, you know, strangely enough, we actually got back a few business days, which is that normally in a non-pandemic world, the week of Thanksgiving is basically useless. Right. But as a result of the fact that people are going to be traveling less, including me, the fact of the matter is that gatherings are going to be limited as a result of the fact that maybe you're going to have more time to pay attention to it. This may buy you a couple of extra days. I'm just saying, though, that time is running out fast for those persons to check your Medicare Advantage plan, check your prescription drug plan, depending on where you live. And depending on other rights and options you may have, you may have the right to switch to Medigap. If you're open and if you are in good health, can pass underwriting or have access to special enrollment periods, you can change to Medigap during this period. Now is the time, absolutely, because it allows you to get your Part D plan involved. And, you know, it's the smoothest transition to set the deductible counters to zero, okay? And for those persons who have been unemployed in a world where, you know, unemployment is what, 7% na nationwide and that's too low, that's actually not, you know, that's an understatement of those people un unemployed. For those persons who need to access healthcare.gov to get the advanced premium tax credit that depends on your state, that depends on your income, but it is available to you. You can do all of those things. Follow the videos, subscribe to the channel. Please hit the like button. 
please hit the like button. It helps the channel a lot. Appreciate you. This is Jay. Speak with you next time. Thanks for watching.